welcome to episode number two of the Asher Music Cast. Yeah. Here with Kevin. Here again. The sidekick. I'm 100%. The main things. kick. I'm the sidekick. Oh, no, I'm the sidekick. <laughs> You're just the guy that everybody wants to hear. I know. It's hard. People actually complained because you didn't talk enough last episode. Like, people, you got to realize I'm the sidekick, and I'm totally <laughs> fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> he just likes to make the weird comments. Yeah. Although we should probably talk about, like, we were going to do this last week, and then I wimped out because of the snow. I didn't want to drive. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Snow. This Minnesota and earlier. snow. Gotta love it. Yeah. And uh, this episode, we have a special guest, Scarlett Woods, with us. Hi. <laughs> I was like, they can't hear you nodding. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. I uh, love it. Thanks for having me, Sean. Yeah, absolutely. What about me? I've been looking Kevin, at Kevin, liver. Thanks for being the sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for sidekicking so well. Yeah. Anyway, back to this. this. Yeah, this. <laughs> so they didn't ask us to do this, but um, I'm going to dump a little of this out. Uh, right on my computer. All over your nasty they didn't. <laughs> they didn't... Uh, ask us to do this, but I thought it would be fun to do just a little uh, product review of a local local business. I probably wouldn't have taken this much, but you took a lot, so then I did. No, we <laughs> gotta eat that bag. It doesn't... It's all good. Eat as much as you want. It's gonna be weird now that we have them all full <laughs> We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna be crunching and <laughs> making all of the noises that drive me crazy. I hate... I hate listening to people eat. Um, Some people are into that. Yeah, here we I know. are. Yeah, what is that called? Um, There's actually a name for it. Do you know this? There's a name for people that like to hear people eat? No, there is. <laughs> oh. Totally. Yeah, it's um, like the sizzling, the crack of a beer, no. the sizzling, the... Yeah, there's a name for it. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember. It's like ACMR or something weird like that. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I've never heard of such a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bizarre. Um, Marketing techniques. We have goodies popcorn. Yeah. Goodies. It's good. Goodies is uh, made right here in Brainerd. We are eating the goodies mix. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I think it's good. It's good. It's like caramel. It's, it's and goody. Yeah, it's goody. <laughs> caramel and regular and cheddar, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting. It's good. Yeah. And I'm going to have hulls stuck in my teeth and in the back of my tongue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally worth it, though. <laughs> <laughs> We were reaching for that fast forward button right now. <laughs> I know. We just lost 15, 15 listeners right now. No, oh well. No, so shout out to Goodies for making awesome popcorn. Yeah, it's good. I'm going to wait on that. What are you drinking tonight? Russian tea. Mm. Kombucha. And hot cider. Hot cider. Mm-hmm. I've got some hop router. Nice. nice. That's my shameless plug for my own business. Oh, uh, yeah. My wife really liked the cider. She said the best cider mm. she's ever had. Nice. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it's I'm not very just good. saying that. I think it's great. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, we've had some people ask us about renaming the Russian tea because of everything happening in the world right now. I never even thought about that. Uh. <laughs> Most people don't. There's a certain... It seems to be in a certain demographic, but... Um, what would you call it if you didn't call it Russian tea? Well, that's the thing. So there's three reasons why I would not change the name. Okay. One, 
It's a drink that was inspired by a drink that I had growing up. It was always called Russian tea. Oh. Right? Okay. It was never called anything else. The second thing is a Russian didn't make it. (laughs) 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 And and it was not made in Russia. Uh, It was made right here in Brainerd. But that would be a reason to change the name, wouldn't it be? Uh, I don't know. The third reason is... please forget the third. (laughs) 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 I forget. I'd be like, yes! The third reason has a little more meaning, I guess, but um, I don't know. I just got to thinking about it the other day after a couple people had uh, mentioned it, and I was just like, excuse me, um, hop rotter. Anyway, um, I was just like, you know, there are people in Russia that are looking on in horror with the rest of us, and it's like, we need to see them too, and so I'm just not going to change the name. Okay. So. It's Russian tea, folks. Yeah. Like it or not. But not affiliated with Russia in any it, way. No, nope. Has nothing to do with the tea. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we don't want to go down that road anyway. Sorry. That got heavy. <laughs> That's called lack of anything to talk about but right this now. this popcorn was good. <laughs> yes, but the popcorn was great. Also not made by Russians. <laughs> That's so, good to know. Yeah. Well, I don't think she's Russian. Who knows? Anyway. Um, no, goodies is really cool because they um, it they kind of have the story on their bag, but um, I think it was her mom or her grandma used to make popcorn or or uh, um, grandma goody. Yes, grandma used to make popcorn and ice cream, so they that's fun made a made a shop in honor of her. Cool, and it's popcorn and ice cream, and then lots of really cool gifts, toys, and. Mm-hmm. Classic old candies. Classic old candies. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I got to go in there. It yeah. is. You will, you will hear angels singing when what, you walk in. Come in. Just like, oh. <sighs> I'm a big fan of candy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> the reason for our podcast tonight is we are starting up our open mic nights again. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. On Thursday nights. Every Thursday night starting in April. So they will start next week. And uh, what is the date of the first one? I don't even remember. Man. The 7th, I think. Way to be prepared, Sean. Yes, the 7th. You are correct. Yeah. So, yeah, the 7th. Um, and it's every Thursday? Every Thursday every night. Every Thursday. At oh. 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. And I'll be hosting the first one. I thought you were hosting all of them. I will try to host all <laughs> of them. Like, I'm hosting the first one. I'm hosting the first one. If I do not have a gig on Thursday nights, I will try to host other ones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in light of that, I thought it would be fun to bring Miss Scarlett on here and talk about open mic, get to know you a little bit. Um, you're also a local artist. Mm. And... Um, that's important to us here because we host local artists. And so, um, <laughs> you like that? You like that? I wasn't so, going to say anything. It was just subtle. And it's like, ah, uh, yeah, I'm chewing popcorn <laughs> while I'm trying to do this. It's it just like, doesn't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, it's been a long day. So, yeah. It has been a long day. And we're looking forward to more snow, I guess. So, yeah. That doesn't appeal to me at all. Nah, I'm over it. So I'll drown myself in popcorn tonight. Makes sense. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, we're uh, 
We like local artists here. We host local artists. We're looking to grow local artists. Um, and you are a local artist. And so um, we thought it would be really cool to just get to know you a little bit, know your story, um, where you came from, how you got to where you are now, uh, your music story, how you got into music, fell in love with it, and mm. wanted to make... Uh, Make sure that that's what you're always doing. Uh, yeah, gosh, it's a it's a it's a big story. It probably is for everyone who is in music. Um, so yeah, I was born in in Brainerd, Minnesota, and I guess I started listening to music when I was in my mother's belly, and she'd be rocking on the rocking chair, and I was just jamming out and rocking when I was a little fetus. <laughs> it started there. Was your mom one of those that would put the headphones on her belly and play I, you music? No, mm-hmm. no, but they, they would put on the record player and, you know, we would listen to analog growing up as kids. And, nice. Um, they didn't play, though. Like, they didn't play instruments. And they, they sang a little bit and stuff, but they mainly just loved listening to mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like, that was what they did. Um, it wasn't till sixth grade when I started to get into uh, choir in Washington School, which is now offices, but that used to be the middle school. Uh, I joined choir and started singing in choir and uh, just fell in love with that. And I was also playing basketball. I was really into sports. And I got picked on in sports a lot. Mm-hmm. And it got even worse in seventh grade they picked on me even more and I just yeah I didn't know really how to navigate that but I stuck with choir and uh, there was an opportunity for a solo to be sung in one of the pieces we were singing and uh, Miss Lemieux picked me to sing the solo and you know we went out there for the we gave two performances, one for the public and one for the school, and I went out there and sang the solo, and those girls stopped picking on me mm. after they found out I could sing. So I stuck with music because okay. it just felt like it was my shield against evil in this world. <laughs> so, so what Evil girls picking on me. <laughs> what age were you when you picked up the guitar then? Oh, it was about 11 or 12. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Early. around the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my parents made me buy my first guitar. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Is it this one right here? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I did buy that one, too. I was like, is that a, is that a tailor? It is a tailor. Like, Whoa, you started with a tailor. No, I right started with a piece of junk. Okay, yeah. Yeah. First I, uh, act, probably. Or like we it? all do. What is Scrubbed like the do. cupboards for like two months and mm-hmm. cleaned things and got my little allowance built up. And we went to Music General at Whoa. the time, which I know that's old school. You don't really buy instruments in music. They're like a dance studio now. Yeah. I went to Music General. and So you went to a real guitar place. That's cool, though. Got you know, a lot of people guitar. get their first guitar at like Walmart or something. Yeah, no, you know. no, no, no. I got my first one at, my parents bought it for me at the Bridge of Harmony. Okay. Mm. But nice. it was a hundred and fifty dollar guitar, you know. Just a that's where that's where the tailor's from. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up buying that one when I was eighteen. My parents were slightly put back because they're like, "Why don't you want to 
don't you want a car instead? (laughs) 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 But uh, I think the guy at the music store might have been Taylor. Tyler. I I can't remember his name. I don't know. Someone who was working at Bridge Harmony was like, you know what? Because I told him about the car thing. And he's like, yeah, I think a guitar is going to take you further in life than a car will. (laughs) And he was certainly right. (laughs) (laughs) I've had so many adventures with this guitar it's brought me all over the world almost how fun so it's true yeah. it metaphorically you, yes, yes it, it, it does, does and, it, it, does and it, take it brings you relationships it like it does mm-hmm. so many things for you yeah. and physically I and mean, physically yeah music for me always took me into some weird places i mean i played <laughs> i played it at uh drag races in indianapolis you wow know? How fun. it was just wow. kind of yeah just kind of crazy the places that it'll take you so places that I didn't think I would ever go myself. Yeah. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. So you do shows around? Uh, Minnesota, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm all over the state. You write your own performing. stuff? Or? I do write my own stuff. Okay, all right. Yep. I play covers too, but yeah. yeah. So what... So stylistically, so let's go back, because I know that as a musician and knowing lots of musicians... You evolve, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like it doesn't just it doesn't just happen that, oh hey I'm landing on this and this is what I'm going to do therefore, that's you know whatever. As you progress along, you music styles change. Mm-hmm. You know you like this better than that, and oh now this starts to make more sense. So maybe I kind of grasp onto that. Like for you, what was that kind of like? Like what did you kind of start? What were you into as a kid versus now? Do you see a difference, or has has there been kind of a like for me? I've always been into rock, mm. and that's always been constant. But like the different variations of rock, you know, like sometimes, uh, you know, oh, like I, I was see, yeah. in the '80s, I was into hair metal, <laughs> you know, big time, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it worked into like I loved the college rock and the alternative and the grunge. And then I got into a little bit of post-hardcore stuff, and then it's kind of come into just like, I just like intelligent music, you know, with a good beat. So, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to, like, <laughs> <laughs> hijack your thing, but, that, like, for me, that's, that's what, I guess that's kind of what my question is. Like, what is that for you? Okay, about listening or about playing? Uh, yeah, both. Like, what, Okay. I guess kind of, like, all of it influences what you've become what you've come to right now, if that makes sense. Totally. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I actually grew up listening to really random stuff. Okay. So the Backstreet Boys and sync, that was like my generation. So pop was very heavy, mm-hmm. but show tunes was I'm also sorry. very heavy in my upbringing. And so it was classical. Hmm. And, um, and then of course, seventies rock, okay. you know, cause my parents were just, in the 70s rock 60s 70s the beatles Mm -hmm. you know every baby boomer family is like that i think so those that's what i grew up listening to it wasn't until i moved out so i moved to oregon and lived in oregon for eight years and uh ended up moving to a town called ashland oregon and met a seven string classical jazz guitarist there um who gigged around San Francisco in the 70s playing at um, hotels and what have you before Mm. they put in radios. You know, hotels usually, they used to have live music. Oh, cool. 
And that I didn't was actually know that. Yeah, that was <laughs> like the ambiance that hotels would present. You know, higher end hotels they would hire music to play in the lobby. That's awesome. And he, he bought a house doing that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Just north of San Francisco, it's, his daughter has it now. But um, his name is Bill Lenhard, and uh, he would go into this bakery I used to work at, and you know he's just he just would know he just knew music so well. There, I would play like this uh, Eric Whitaker. I'm really into Eric Whitaker, which is he's a choral music rock star composer. Okay. And I'd play some of his songs for Bill and I'm like, God, listen to that chord. And he's like, oh yeah, that's just a flat five seven with a <laughs> minor second in it. Oh yeah, it's just second that. inversion. You know, it's just like, that. oh okay. And it just blew my mind that he was able to just pick that out and decipher the, those sounds. And mm-hmm. he's like, you should take a few lessons with me. So I ended up taking a year and a half lessons with him every every week. And that first year was unlearning how to play the guitar. Wow. Mm-hmm. That can't be easy. No. That's got to be harder infuriating. than learning guitar. <laughs> it was infuriating. But he stuck with me and I stuck with him. And there were several times where I would just leave crying. And <laughs> it was so <laughs> frustrating. And then, you know, and then finally I just, I started to get the hang of what he was trying to show me the guitar mm-hmm. could be. Hmm. After, like, you know, the other time I spent with him. And it was right around 2015, 2016. And that's when I started to get back into writing music again. I took, like, a seven, eight-year break. I just okay. I just set the guitar down for a huge chunk of my life, it feels like. And uh, that was a very huge shift in my style of playing and also listening. I started to listen more deeply to music. Uh, jazz, uh, uh, folk, um, Americana, uh, just like classical. I did. It just helped me listen to different parts of how songs are constructed, and it's like, and in doing so, it, it's you know that sort of went into incorporating how I continue to write music nowadays. So. So, what kind of style are you musically? I have no idea. I, I finger pick. Oh, okay. Yeah, you I know. Pick and I finger pick, and I don't. I don't know how to describe it. Like okay. I don't. I don't, I don't know, know if there is a way. Like I, I mean, it's way. like a, it's folk. It's there's some jazz in it too, and there's there's like rock, and I don't know. I, I, I there's just a lot of different elements okay. to it. It's not one genre, you know. It's just it's writing to try to express what that song is trying to say. Okay. I don't know yeah. what it is, but so you played for an open mic night. <clears throat> I watched you play that night, and there was just something so mesmerizing about it. Like, I couldn't stop watching your hand on the fretboard. And I'm just like, how in the world is she doing that? Like, my hands don't move like that when I play, and it's like, (laughs) I was just completely just like enamored by how well and, and how the chords you were using and, and just watching you technically play and listening to the tones that were coming out were just like, it was amazing. And I, it, it was kind of hard to describe, like, it's not, thank you. It is kind of hard to describe like what. That's all Bill. I mean, that's, that's all his training that I picked Hmm. up. 
you know, and and then so that that happened, and then there was a shift two and a half years ago where I started taking voice lessons. Okay. And I gathered a voice coach. This is when I moved to California. So I was after Oregon. I moved to California for five years. And I met a voice coach in Morro Bay, California. And through a songwriting contest that I won, he was like one of the prizes. You can get a free lesson with him. Fun. So I ended up going back to him and taking several more lessons. And then I just ended up continuing to study with him. But my first lesson, I, I walked in there and I'm just like, all right. He's like, all right, what do you what do you want to do with your voice? I'm like, I want to sound like Whitney Houston. Oh wow! <laughs> and he's like, okay, <laughs> we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> How did he know you didn't already sound like Whitney Houston? <laughs> well, actually, he was one of the judges for oh, the contest, okay, okay, so okay. he he heard me sing. He knew oh, I could sing. Okay. But I just wasn't singing in a style that I knew I could sing in. Like, okay. you can actually train your voice to sing in any style you want to. Hmm. And that didn't, that never occurred to me. I thought it was just, you yeah, your know. Your voice is your voice. Your voice is your voice. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, actually, those, those women and those men have worked really hard to have their voices sound like that. I suppose. So. Do you do you have an album out or you're? I do, yeah. I, are you I on put, Spotify? You're not on Spotify. I am. I okay. am all that stuff. Yeah. Fun. I yeah. can't wait to hear some of it. Yeah, it's. I put my debut out in 2019, and then it just feels like the pandemic happened. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. Did you, you haven't really got to work it at all? Not really. I did one tour with it. Okay. And then, and then the pandemic, and I just I was just broken, and and that's that's why that's what brought me back to Brainerd. Was the pandemic? Everybody comes back. Yeah. We all try to escape, but then we all come back. <laughs> My family's here, so yeah, friends, do it. family, do it and friends. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, family's really strong in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a beautiful thing too. You know, you see a lot of families out west. You know, with a lot of money, but man, their families are just broken. Mm -hmm. They just don't have that rich, deep connection. Yeah. And I think that's just so much, I think that's more important than... Yeah, I think it's the cold weather that bonds us. Yeah, <laughs> there's that too, yeah. Plus being snowed in, you can't leave. <laughs> right. <laughs> Got to deal with each other, yeah. It's true, yeah. Dude, yeah. Close quarters, lots of snow, lots of cuddling. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel like I'm dominating this no, thing. No, I that, love it. I love it. I love just How dare here. you make me speak? <laughs> <laughs> no. So for the open mic nights, everyone's going to wonder, what 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 are you looking for for that? Like, like a poems, like a song? Yeah, like, it's whatever. Us, I mean, that's what the beauty for. about open mics. And, and, you know, every musician starts at an open mic. I suppose. Every freaking musician does. It's true. So Brandy Carlisle started at an open mic. You know, they all start at open mics. So anybody that plays an instrument can just come and just do a song or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Whatever. Cover, no cover, original. If you just want to get up there and just play something that you're working on with no melody. Like, I've done that before. It's like, I don't have any words or melody yet, but I'm trying to work out this. So you just go up there. You know, it's just yeah. like, it's so, it's open. It's an open mic. Yeah, how it's exciting! All wide open. Poetry, you know, um, a skit. You know, there's oh god, 
There's been some folks that have gone up and done some juggling acts I've seen. What? And yeah, it's just, it's <laughs> fun. I mean, some uh, some of the open mics I go to, or I went to in um, Oregon and in California, is just, it's just random, random people that would just get up there or they read from a book. They just, they might have published a book and they would read like a paragraph or two from a book they published. And hmm. there's a comedian that would get up and just tell random jokes. He's he's in Santa Cruz. He's a fun guy. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I agree. It's like, it's just a nice opportunity. Uh, nobody is there to, like, judge, you know? Everybody just kind of knows what to expect. Like, mm. you don't have to be, like, polished and amazing, yeah. you know? Just get up and do something. Do although, uh, although um, there are some open mics in San Francisco where you want to be polished. Yeah. Like the the higher end ones, it seems like there's there's a gentleman, a promoter that hosted an open mic. Oh, okay. And sure. you you would want to be very polished. So that was more of an audition mic. I guess audition. Yeah, yeah. I guess maybe yeah. I don't know. It sounds like I'm it's just crazy. making things up now. It was crazy. <laughs> like th- that open maybe mic. That'll be like here. You'd, you'd have to. Yeah. There was like you had to sign up online to get a slot. And the slots open at like 1 p.m. in the afternoon, and you would have to be there at 1 p.m. to get a slot. Okay. And the slots filled up at like 102. Wow. San Francisco, yeah. So on at this open mic, you don't have to sign up. No, no, no. Well, I mean, there (coughs) is a sign up, but there's not a sign up online, and it's not gonna be obnoxious. Just come in, and we'll make sure you have a spot. Yeah, (laughs) basically. (laughs) But I'm just like. Giving an example of how yeah. insane some open mics can get, you know. We need this one to go so. insane. We need to fill this place with open mic people. That'd I think it would be awesome. Yeah. And I know there's people out there because we, we were doing it on every other Friday night and we were starting to get a pretty good group of people starting to come in that were... We had we had uh, one young gentleman that was 14 years old that had never played in front of people before and he started his music career that night and it was amazing to sit and watch because he just like he killed it and then uh had another guy same thing came in never played in front of people before Mm -hmm. and uh got bit by the bug we've talked about this where once you perform in front of people it's over (laughs) (laughs) you get bit by that bug and you just like you start to crave that yeah the ego takes over (laughs) (laughs) hopefully not but (laughs) yeah a lot of it is the ego (laughs) but yeah 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 so so yeah every thursday night at six o'clock um in the car car guy business we say run what you brung you know, just yeah, yeah. come and do what you do, you know, um, nothing. It's laid back. It's, it's fun. And it is, it's a lot of, that is where a lot of people get started. And I think people don't realize that. I think a lot of people get I started. feel like, open mics. and maybe this is just, I'm going to gripe for a minute because I feel like a lot of the newer musicians don't understand that. They, they look at, like, the Justin Biebers and, and guys like that that get popular and famous off of YouTube mm-hmm. and think that's how you do it. And, and there's some of that that happens now, but that's not everybody, right. you know. We know that <clears throat> all three of us here know that 
if you're going to make it, you are looking for every open mic that you can play. That's you're looking for any venue that will have you. Mm-hmm. You are out just trying to sell yourself. You know, you're just trying to get out there and get your music going and get people mm-hmm. hearing you and getting known and stuff. And I just know too many musicians that just sit on the sideline and just wait for things to come to them. And, and I feel like we need to help people understand that there's work that goes into this. It just oh, does yeah. not happen overnight. You know, this is right. not just something that you just sign up and boom, you're famous, you know, would you agree? I mean, have you oh, seen yeah, that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the, the ones that I've seen, it's just constant hard work Yep. and promoting yourself and networking. And it's, I mean, it's not even about performing too. It's just like emailing and, and booking gigs and, you know, putting together a set list, uh, putting together a song, putting it, putting together your, your, your performance, what's mm-hmm. your act like, and all of that just takes so much time, mm-hmm. and, and you don't you don't know that at first. You know that's the thing that takes years to I develop, suppose. and then you kind of find out you know where your voice is. Like I don't I don't think I found my voice yet. Okay. I don't think I'm there. So, I got a ways to go. I'm yeah. still learning. You know, I'm still yeah. growing. Oh, sure. I'm, I'm still taking lessons. I still take voice lessons. I still take guitar lessons. Okay. Like, there's so much room for growth. Yeah. And I think it's personally, I think it's even more important now to put in that work because the way that the the landscape of the music industry has changed, you know, back in the day we used to, you would put together a demo and you'd shop it around to some record labels and they would maybe pick you up. If you were lucky, they would pick you up and then, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And then you'd get a record deal and then you'd start going out on tours and opening act for bigger mm-hmm. bands. And then you'd start to work your way up the ladder. Well, now you can record a decent album on GarageBand and every Apple computer comes with GarageBand, you know, so you have mm. the ability to not have to pay hundreds and thousands of dollars for a studio and you can put out some <coughs> decent work. Mm-hmm. But that also means that that C has just got bigger and deeper. Mm-hmm. And so now you're just a, t- you're you're an even smaller speck. You're right. drowned out. Yep. Yeah. So you have to do some, and you can't do that just sitting and waiting for somebody to show up and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, come play," right. you know, or "I'm gonna make you famous," or whatever. You mm-hmm. gotta put yourself out there. You've gotta gotta get in there and get your hands <laughs> dirty. So put in the work. Put in the work. Yep, for sure. So that's my rant. <laughs> <laughs> get some water yeah so is it in the james cullen room or is it out out front um (laughs) 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 right mid drink uh it we do the we do it up front okay um we'll possibly people come yeah um (laughs) once it gets a little bigger and we have had a few like full bands want to play open mics as well okay so once they kind of get prepared and whatnot, um, we'll probably move it to the back. All right. So yeah, that's where it all starts. <laughs> well, for some people. Yeah. But agreed. Yeah. So we're giving that opportunity for you to start putting in the work, and um, you know, 
for me as the business owner around here, I don't look to get rich off of open mic nights. For me, it's not about the money. It's about it's about whoever is going to be here. Um, just becoming who they are, like starting that journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like watching Abraham start that journey that night was just like made my life, yeah, <laughs> you know, awesome. sort of a thing. And so that's what it's about for me personally. Um, and I think you're the same way um, in wanting to be involved in it as well. Just like, we just want to see, we just want to see new artists rise up. We want to give them the opportunity and the space to do that. Um, and, and make it a good deal for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what our open mics are all about. So if you're listening and you know some people, get them the heck over here because <laughs> it it is it is a lot of fun it, it really is so what's um, the address for everyone that doesn't know it's 216 south 8th street and right in downtown brainerd we're right next to last turn saloon so um yeah so six o'clock on thursdays so um do you want to do a song tonight or not or you want to save it Scarlett's also going to be uh, doing a concert here in May, so um, we're going to have her on again to talk a little more about. We can, I don't know, we can save it. Part two, and, <laughs> yeah, it's up Let's to you. Just keep it like open mic. Okay, we'll keep it open, open mic. mic. We'll keep we'll, it open mic today. We'll not make it about you this time. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make it about us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kevin. Yes. Yes, you'll be doing some open mic stuff too. I think we got to do it. You have to. I feel weird that I haven't yet. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? I I sing, and I rap. Oh. So, we yeah. Do you want to do something next week? We recorded a song for his wife. It oh was really gosh. cool. Yeah. Sweet. You want to do it next band. week? Oh my gosh. Um, or are you full? I'm actually going to be gone next week. So okay. Um, yeah, we'll get it in one of the next. Okay, let me couple know. times. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. For sure. Um, yeah. Well, cool. That's uh, cool. Awesome. Well, it was awesome to have you. Thanks and for having me. Thanks for Thank getting you, Sean. through Thank our, you, Kevin. Our, yeah. our, <laughs> our jankly little uh, podcast here um, while we're still trying to get back in the groove and figure things yeah. out. But That was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for being here. Be at Open Mic every Thursday, 6, six o'clock. Um <coughs> At Yasher Kombucha. Um, like we were talking about, we, we do it up front um, out in the tap room. Just kind of nice because everything's right there. Um, mm-hmm. But eventually we may move it into the James Cullen room because we can. Yeah, let's so, fill up this place. <clears throat> yeah, so we'll get there. So anyway, with that being said, thank you all for uh, tuning in and... Once again, thank you, Scarlett, for being here. Kevin, yep. always a pleasure. Always a thank pleasure. You. All right. Me. We'll see you guys later.